PH presents Movies That Matter. What's up, everybody? It's me, it's me, it's the J-A-T double B. As always, I'm here with my co-host, Superstar James Starring. Guy that makes the ladies scream until they cream. Yep, cream. Dollar dollar bills, (laughs) y'all. That uh, skyscraper creaming. Man, that swinging from a rope creaming. Yep, one leg creaming. Man, speaking of, can you imagine the creaming that she did when when they got back to like the hotel or wherever at when it was all over? Yeah, it's called Niagara Falls. <laughs> Man, we're jumping way ahead of ourselves, but we are uh, back for another episode. Back on track, weekly episodes. Uh, they live was a big hit. Big hit, yeah. Everyone loved it. Um. And this week, I know we, uh, we talked about doing Point of Break because it won the poll, but um, Jamie really had a, uh emotional request. Just to, I don't know if it's because of what's going on in the world, but you just really wanted to do this movie. Yeah, it's just been, honestly, you know, it came out two years ago uh, in theaters. I saw it twice. I think you did too. Um, and it's just a movie that, changed my life really so the last last two years have been totally different for me after watching this movie i don't know how you feel about it well i know that yeah i also went and watched it twice in theaters and i know we had serious conversations after we both watched this movie about cutting our legs off (laughs) absolutely and then climbing everything i can't tell you how much stuff i've climbed since (laughs) so it, it definitely had an impact on our lives yeah. Um, but yeah, the movie is, uh, well, do you have anything you want to talk about before? We, I mean, it's like, I'm so excited about this movie. I was just about to jump right into it. I know, me too. I mean, I, it's all I've thought about forever. Um, well, really, just how's life? How's the golf game? Are you uh, are you the best in Florida yet? Oh, my God, dude. So, I I played yesterday. I, it, was, it was okay. Actually, on the front nine, is probably the best I've ever played. I don't think I shot over a bogey. That's good. But the back nine was a disaster. Yeah, that's golf. And, and then today, I it was shit like all day. Like I was I was playing ping pong. Like I would hit it way left off the drive, and then I would just hit it way right on my second shot. Like I was going all over the place. And it was like raining, like nothing you've ever seen. Too like a monsoon came. I had to hide under this tree. <laughs> So, yeah, today was a rough day. Today was one of those days where I was like, I don't even know if I want to play golf anymore. Yeah. You're going to have those. Yeah, you are. And, I mean, when you're the best at something, you have those uh, extreme ups and downs, you know. Yeah, I mean, Tiger Woods took like six years off. Yeah, and then he came back and won the Masters like it was nothing. Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, you're obviously to be at the top of your game and the best and playing scratch golf and – you know, you're going to have those ups and downs. Um, just stick with it, man. I mean, nobody can, nobody will be able to touch you by the end of the year. Yeah, I will tell you a hilarious story, though. So I come back from golf, and I'm in my apartment. And, like, our apartment has signs up everywhere, like, always wear a mask. Yeah. So, like, they want they require you to wear a mask, but it's not like a, 
store or something like that. Like if you, you know, most people aren't going to say anything to you. I don't wear a mask in the building because like I'm not really worried about it. But um, anyways, I'm walking down the hallway. I'm going to get in the elevator. And there's this lady in front of me. She's full masked up. And I can tell she's, like, serious about it. So I immediately am like, uh, she's going to freak out because I don't have a mask on. And she goes she goes to get on the elevator. And she's going down. And I'm going up. So now I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. But as she gets on the elevator, I walk up to press the button to go up. And she freaks out. And she's like, no, no, no. Please don't. Please don't. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going up. She goes, uh, just can you wait for the next elevator, please? And I was like, I'm going up. I was like, you're going down. And she goes, I know, but you don't have a mask on. I was like, I know. I'm not getting on. I'm going up. And, like, the door started to close. And she was, <laughs> like, she was having, like, a panic attack. Yeah. That's, um, that's what happens. I mean, just you're in a building full of people. I had somebody run away. Because that they, they, an old lady and a dog run away from me, like completely. Like she just screamed, You don't have a mask, and ran all the way around the corner, waited like 30 feet from the elevator. The one thing that COVID has done is made elevators hilarious. Yeah. Um, because now it's like just to see all the moves that people do to act like they're not going to use the elevator, but they want to use the elevator, but they don't want to use the elevator at the same time as you. Like it's hilarious. Yeah, people not want to get on the elevator with me, I, I find hilarious. You People have been running away from you for years, though, so you're probably... <laughs> now, I mean, people are running towards me. Just for comfort? Speaking of, how, how, uh, how's that vaccine going? Oh, got a huge breakthrough this week. Um just, I guess I can go ahead and let it go, let let it out there. Um, I do have a vessel now that, you know, you can pretty much test yourself. If you look up, you know, this, the Colorado State University has found some, has found a way that, you know, you can, you can just test yourself and you can find out um, within 30 seconds or 30 minutes, sorry. Um but they're just trying to, we're just trying to figure out how to mass produce it right now. So, I mean, a huge breakthroughs in Colorado vaccine right around the corner. So right now, you know, we mass produce this, we get all the testing out. You will know within 30 minutes, whether you have it or not. So, I mean, imagine that, imagine how huge that'll be. Yeah. Well, there's some good news for everybody. Yeah. So, uh, wish I had that news when I saw that lady on the elevator earlier, you could have told her, but you know, it's, to be honest, people in Florida don't really know stuff. So, I mean, this is true. Yeah. Um, I think from now on, if I ever worry about COVID, I'm just going to watch the movie we're going to cover tonight. Yeah. I'm, I can tell you right now, no matter what, I'm COVID free at this moment. Yeah. Especially <laughs> after watching what we just watched. I, I literally just got done watching it. And yeah, me too. I really feel better. Um, I blacked out on it twice i accidentally bought well i rented it on accident when it first came out on release on amazon and then i bought it and then i accidentally bought the like director extended version or whatever so i own two different versions of it (laughs) um and i've also paid to rent it and i saw it in theaters twice this is all in a two-year span (laughs) 
Yeah, so he, he make up like two percent of the box of like the money drawn from this movie. That's incredible. No, this what movie you, actually did insanely well. Yeah. We'll get into that later, but the movie we're going to cover this week, we apologize for everyone looking forward to Point Break. We'll do that next week, but... Yeah, we're definitely going to do Point Break next week. Um, so, you guys have spoken. We heard your voice. Uh, you know, we did the poll. Uh, we're going to do it. Yeah, for sure. But this week, it was important for us to do Skyscraper, uh, the 2018 uh, action thriller starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Maybe the next president of the United States. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, I hope. I mean, you look at the way this country's going and like Donald Trump became president and Kanye West wants to run for president. president. So like there's all these celebrities who like can realistically become president now. And I can't think of a better person than Dwayne Johnson. I can't either. He's actually the best candidate out there. Yeah. I would vote for him for sure. I'm drinking Terramana, obviously, tonight. Yeah. I uh right now I've got a couple of a couple of nice beers sitting around here. You heard me open one at the beginning. And then I think we should start the show off with a shot. I've got a brand new bottle of uh Elijah Craig small batch. Uh it's a special bottle of whiskey I pulled out. I've had or bourbon I've pulled I've had for a while, so I pulled it out and opened it up just for a skyscraper. Um, you want to do a shot? Yeah, let me go get this bottle. All right. But while I'm getting this bottle, just talk. I want I wanted you to talk about how we we mentioned that we both uh, went to the theaters and saw this opening weekend, and it impacted us greatly. But there was like even friends of ours who were like, "This movie's terrible." But just kind of talk about the immediate impact it had on your life. Well, I mean. Halfway through the movie, I was standing up in the theater screaming, this is the best movie I've ever fucking seen. Um, Like, this is one of the few movies where I was watching it and didn't even realize I was standing up in the theater all of a sudden. And maybe had been standing up for like 15 minutes. People were telling me I needed to sit down. Um, And then, you know, I was super excited about this movie, but the way it changed my life is, is that nothing, nothing is unobtainable. Like I can do anything, um, you know, anything you put your mind to, you can do it. Um, even, you know, I, it was real hard for me to not cut my leg off just to overcome more odds. Yeah. That's the thing. Um, I mean, this guy, he has one leg, his family's stuck in this burning tower. The cops are after him. He's got all this stuff going on and he perseveres. And I mean, it's a great, like, just like they live was a great message for the current landscape of the world. This movie is a great message, man. Maybe you'll get COVID, but that doesn't yeah. mean you can't jump 45 feet off a crime. Yeah. Doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I mean, maybe mid COVID, you climb 150 story skyscraper from the outside. I mean, you know, that. You, the moral of this, this is, you know, and we're going to talk about this a lot throughout, um, is to be a badass, you need to overcome everything, um, including COVID. So now I know a lot of people, their problem with this movie was it, they, they said it's a diehard ripoff. 
Or yeah, is it, which, there's a worse diehard. No, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you right now. And this maybe this rubs people the wrong way. Maybe it doesn't. You know what? Fuck all of you. I don't care. This movie is twice as good as Die Hard. Yeah, and I think, you know, I agree. And we both said that after we watched it. And it rubs a lot of our friends the wrong way. It pissed a lot of people off. A lot of people hung us up, kicked us out of chats. And I just... I'm sorry, but The Rock is its just a better movie. That's a movie about protecting your family. When Die Hard is a movie about a deadbeat dad who's at his wits end, who barely saves his ex-wife when he walks on a little bit of glass and fights a German. So whatever, you know, good movie, great movie. You know, a lot of people call it a Christmas movie. The highlight of that movie for me now, after watching Skyscraper, the only reason I stick around on Die Hard is just to see just to see um, Carl. Yeah. You know, just to see him and, um, you know, family matters, you know, so he's one of the greatest TV dads ever. And uh, his name's Reginald Dell Johnson, I think. And it's the only reason I watch Die Hard anymore is just to see him. So, yeah. And this is a badass action movie, but the, like Dwayne Johnson, this is one of his best roles. I think just the emotion that he has and, uh, Absolutely. He acts as that, or yeah, he acts as ass off. That's a hard thing to say. And yeah, he does act as ass off. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, yeah, we can get into it. Um, the film opens up and ask. Oh, we're gonna do a shot for skyscraper first, right? Yeah, we do. Right. So, you know, cheers, cheers to the podcast, cheers to skyscraper, uh, cheers to the rock. Hopefully, the rock twenty twenty. Anything else for you? Uh, just cheers for the fans for allowing us to, you know, put Point Break on the back burner and and do this movie that means so much to us. It means a lot to us, and, you know, I'm hoping you all can watch it and, um, you know, you really take out of it what we did because our lives have been much better since. So cheers. Cheers. All right, so this movie opens up. In Ash Lake, Minnesota. I don't know if that's a real place or not, but um, it just says Ash Lake, Minnesota, 10 years ago. There's a like hostage situation going on. And uh, officer down, there's SWAT on the scene. This guy's trapped in a house with, with we believe, is his own family. Yeah, it's definitely and, at least his kid. Yeah, and uh, a, a, like a special team just come scaling down this mountain on the backside of the house. I mean, it was the quietest and, uh, I've ever heard a SWAT team or whatever they were run down the side of a mountain in the snow. Well, yeah, space. a couple of them were, like, scaling down the side of the mountain. The rock jumps out from, like, under, like, a cloth in a bush. Where he – it looked like he yeah. was part of the surroundings for 100 years. Yeah, he looks – I was just about to say, it looks like he had been there for, like, days. Yeah. Just waiting for the <laughs> right time to jump on this guy. And – they explode part of the house, so it seems like there's a better way to get inside, but it they like, explode the side of the house. They jump in. The Rock yells, FBI, show me your hands. Ray is the name of the guy, and he turns around, and he, he's holding his own son. Yep. So Rock didn't notice. And uh, Rock kind of talks him, talks him down, tells him to put the kid down. Uh, he's able to put the kid down, and the guy's like, I'm sorry, you know, I wasn't supposed to go down like this. And he's got a like a detonator in his hand, 
and he presses it, blows himself up. Uh, the Rock wakes up. He's in the hospital. Uh, Nev Campbell from Scream fame, also from uh, if a lot of you people have seen Wild Things or at least one scene from it. Ooh, yeah. Um, but Wild Nev Things. Campbell, I mean, this guy. This movie starts out by this guy just blowing up his own son. Yeah, blowing up everybody. And almost killing The Rock. Yeah, so Rock almost dies immediately. And Nev Campbell's a doctor, and she's going to operate on The Rock. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we fast forward to present day Hong Kong. Well, wait a minute. I got something. I got something uh, to, to br- bring in. While she's operating on him, she puts on a mask. So people were wearing masks before COVID. I just thought I'd let everybody know that. Yeah, people are wearing masks all through this movie, which it is. It does take place in China. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's masks over there. Yeah. So um, Hong Kong, present day, we see. Uh, this is ten years later. Yeah, the Pearl's getting ready to open. The Pearl is this giant skyscraper building. Um, it's like two hundred and seventy stories or something like that. Yeah, it is. Um, it's got a giant ball on the top of it called the Pearl. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what's this guy's name? Zay. La- I mean, you're the man of many languages. Um, as an expert, an expert in Mandarin, his name is uh, Zan Halan Zan. Um, There's I, no way that's right. <laughs> <laughs> his last name is spelled J I. Oh, it's uh, what? Is like tell me the spelling of his name. I think it's Zay. I think it's Zhao Long G. It's Zhao Long Z. Z. All right. Um. So um, yeah, yeah. As a as a speaker of uh, twenty seven languages, that's definitely right. Well, Z is the guy who basically he's the the man behind this. He's a tech giant. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the man behind the pearl. They call it City in the Sky. It's got a 30-story park in the middle of it. In the middle. It's the tallest building on Earth. Yeah. And when, when they said the Pearl, did you think of, is the Pearl, isn't that where Charlie died and lost? I was about to say, I immediately thought of lost. I immediately thought of not Penny's boat and Charlie. and It's just an emotional movie. I mean, that may they may have named it that because they watched Lost. Well, the Pearl, it, the skyscraper has a Pearl on the top of it. Kind of like yeah. a round, uh, like a round structure on the top that looks like a pearl. Looks and like a giant uh, tennis ball. Yeah. So w- w- they're going over like all these news reports about how it's opening. Like they're going over all the dimensions, and uh, we see Nev Campbell. Her name is Sarah Sawyer. Um, yeah, another lost reference. Yeah, Sawyer. <laughs> also, the name of my puppy I had named after Sawyer from Lost. Um, but she's with her two kids. She's like, I, I need dad to fix my phone. Dad is the rock. He's a uh, Will Sawyer. Mm-hmm. And you see him putting on his fake leg. What did his nub look like? It looked like it had been in cheese dip for 57 years. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're all right. You, you're fucking ugly. <laughs> yeah. His leg is fucked up. It looks like Freddy Krueger's face. Yeah. And uh, he's practicing his Chinese, much like you do every morning. Yeah, while getting dressed. Yeah, he's really nervous about this meeting. What I find hilarious about this is he mentions that he got this job as basically like uh, security 
for the top half of this building. Uh, and he said he doesn't know how he got the job because he works out of his garage, which is yeah. a fair statement for like a, a multi-billion dollar structure. Yeah. In China. In China, in the, it, for the largest building on earth. <laughs> yeah. That this guy who works out of his garage for his, like, I guess he does like private security now. He, he does. But I mean, he's, in, he, we automatically know he's incredible. Yeah. His beard yes. is incredible too. Yeah, unbelievable beard. Um, I guess his friend already works there, Ben. Yeah, that never trust anybody named Ben. Never ever. But uh, yeah, it's so actually ben, an embarrassing name. Yeah, he, his friend Ben helped him get the job. Um, by the way, she said she needed help with her phone. All he did was turn it off and turn it back on again, and it worked. Yeah, which sounds crazy, but I do that a lot in my job. Yeah, it, it really does work. Yeah. Um, uh, we meet his kids. He's got twin kids. Uh, they do this annoying chant thing about like who loves you. I don't know. I don't have kids. I don't get that stuff. But you can you immediately tell he's a great dad when Rock is like, you know, he's getting ready for his meeting. He looks at him and he goes, "Daddy loves who?" And then he looks at you know they say me like he's already a top ten movie dad of all time yeah they established established early he's like the best dad ever yeah best dad ever he's a family man i mean he almost died he got got with the surgeon who fixed his leg and they had kids and you know he's a family man now yep and good for him you know yeah they meet up with ben ben gives them Ben's fucked up too. He's got burnt skin. Yeah, his he neck was, looks like Cobra Commanders when he took his mask off. Yeah, they Ben was obviously there that night in Minnesota, and uh, but he gives them passes to go see a panda show. Yeah, and so do you think the pandas were in the lower half? Where do you think they were in the building, or do you think they were they had to go to well, like house? At first, I thought it was going to be in the park. The yeah. Park, but as we find out later, the pain the show was a plan to get the family out of the building. Yeah, it was. So, how do you feel about pandas? Well, I was about to ask what the fuck a panda show is. I don't know either. What what Ben does is he goes, "Hey man, I got you these passes where you get to watch the pandas eat, and it's like really exclusive. It's hard to get, but you know, here you go. You get to watch the pandas eat late at night." And the Don't kids they, were the kids were stoked. Yeah. How do you feel about pandas in general as like an animal? No, they don't serve no purpose to me. They're, I just, a, tell you, they're just a shitty bear. Yeah. So they naturally destroy their own habitat. Uh, so do humans. Get that joke out of the way. Um, and pandas to me are the worst animal on the fucking planet. Worse than mosquitoes. Pandas caused us to get the f out. You know. Yep. Um, the World Wildlife Fund and pandas caused the WWF to change to WWE, and I have not gotten over that yet. So, fuck we, pandas. Yeah, we immediately decided to hate pandas from that day moving forward. Yep. My pants hasn't changed. No, I'll shoot a panda right now. I'll shoot yeah. any panda. They're I don't give worth, a shit. They're a worthless animal. They don't serve any purpose. And I'm not going to go watch them do anything, especially if you sit there and eat. The only thing I'll go watch them do is die. 
<laughs> yeah. So Ben, so they're gonna go to the panda show. Ben's gonna take Will to go meet, as he says, Oz. Are you ready to meet Oz? Which, yeah. Which is Z, and uh, Will goes up. Um, he goes into the penthouse. He's going over. He meets with like Z and like Z's team, like a security team is. Uh, head insurance officer, who's Mr. Pierce. There's a bunch of guys, and and Will basically does a presentation. Yeah, where he's like he's going over all the safety features of the building, like they have like a fire detection, a oxygen system, like all this like high tech shit. And Will's like, you know, it's the best I've ever seen. You know, this building is safe. Uh, as this is all going on, Ben is like sending these weird text messages out. You can tell something weird is going on. Uh, Z takes Sawyer up to the Pearl. Yeah, they do. Supposed they go to up to the big, Pearl. Yeah, it's supposed to be this big deal. It's basically just a fun house. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's basically just a fun house. It's like a, it's like a circular room. Like a what are those called? Like where you look circular person shit. It's it's basically like the room that Conan fights a mirror monster in. in yeah, Conan. Um, but they another thing that you know I wanted to ask you about is they called it the eighth wonder of the world. No, I was just that was my next line in my notes. <laughs> they said three. That's <laughs> hilarious. That you that. Uh, they said they have three hundred and seventeen motion sensors. Motion sensor panels, which makes this the Pearl the eighth wonder of the world. And I immediately got mad because everyone knows that Andre the Giant is the eighth wonder of the world. He's absolutely the eighth wonder of the world. And I might even I might even give China the ninth wonder of the world and the Pearl the tenth. Just yeah. And I wonder why Dwayne Johnson didn't bring this up. I mean, I bet he did. I mean, there's no way he didn't. You know, he brought it up. But, you know, sometimes contracts and he may have been bound. I'm not real sure. It's something that I would like to talk to him about. Yeah, but he Z is acting like it's like the greatest place in the world. And it's really just a huge fun house. Like, I don't understand what the purpose of this room is. The room is to be able to reflect all that is the image of anything on Earth. And it's basically a holodeck from Star Trek. I haven't got that far in Star Trek yet. What episode are you on? The first one. Oh, damn. You haven't watched any of it. Nah, That's embarrassing. But yeah, but these the big line is welcome to heaven. Yeah. And uh, I just don't like the. I'm not impressed by this room, I guess. Let me just say that. Yeah, it made me think of when Donald Sutherland goes, welcome to hell. Or he goes, uh. He said, welcome to hell, Leone, and I'm about to give you the guided tour. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so uh, Ben is, like, texting, and it's like, make sure you get him on the boat. So then we see, like, uh, Ben and Will are going to go to an off-site control station. And, yeah, it's uh, the last bit of testing they have to do. So on the off-site control station, that station, from what I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, it does control – the fire suppression system that way it you don't have to control it from the building you have a second pair of hands to do anything you need during a fire correct correct but they also need a tablet like an ipad that that will has on them. yeah 
Um, and so Ben and Sawyer are on this ferry and, uh, they're having a conversation and Ben's like, man, do you ever miss the team? And, and Will Sawyer's like, I haven't touched a gun in 10 years. And, uh, yeah, Ben can't believe it. And Ben's like, man, you don't miss it. And he's like, he's like, man, all the bad luck I've had, you know, everything has happened. I met Sarah, I had the twins, like, my life's good. So you can tell right away, like, this dude is in a good place. Ben, not so much. Nah, I mean, The Rock's exact words were, I laid my sword down, brother. Yeah. Like, they call each other brother more than wrestlers did. They do. Like, and that's Right when they saw each other, they were like, brother, brother. Yep. Which is uh, incredible. Yeah, I call everyone brother. I do too. People brother, are... brother, brother, man. People I don't even know. Like if someone's like, oh, like someone like holds the door open. I'm like, thanks, brother. Like, yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> thanks. Like when I'm getting out of Uber, I'll just be like, thanks, brother. And yeah, I call out. everyone, brother. And you're stupid if you don't. No, yeah. It's like, it's one of the greatest things I've taken from my life of watching wrestling is that I call everyone brother. There's, there's two huge things you take from wrestling. You call everyone brother, and then you always pose with a thumbs up, a fist, or pointing at the person beside you. Yeah. I always, in every picture you see me taking with anyone, I'm either pointing at them or I'm doing the rip it. Yep. Or I'm doing a, a fist. Yep. Absolutely. Every single, no matter what. Like, or there's a couple where I've just done a thumbs up, you know, like a, like a baby face picture. Yeah. So at this point, they're on the ferry and this guy has a knife. He runs up. He like, cuts Will's satchel and takes it. He also slices like his leg or his arm or something. Yeah, cuts his arm. Yeah. Ben goes chasing after him, but he's not really trying hard. He already knows what's going on. And the guy runs off. And uh back at the the Pearl, I got the they show a young man checking the meters and all of a sudden a hole just explodes in the middle of the wall. And the guy goes to check it out, which he shouldn't have done. No, I didn't. I mean, that was a dumb, one of the dumbest moves of the movie, don't you think? Yeah, I immediately was like, dude, why are you walking? Like, a, an explosion just happened at the wall. Why are you walking over there? But <laughs> as soon as he does, his arm just reaches out and grabs him by the throat. And uh, you see that this is the terrorist getting into the building. And they have all this flammable powder. It says flammable when added with liquid. Yeah, so then you just see all these henchmen just piling through. Yeah. Uh, the Will is back at Ben's apartment. He's like, he's like, that was crazy. And Will's like, yeah, but I have my tablet in, in my jacket, so we're all good. Because he's the smartest guy of all time. Yeah, he's the greatest guy ever. Yeah. And Ben instantly starts freaking out. He's like, man, this is fucked up. Um, uh, at this point, Sarah calls and it's like, Hey, we had to come home early. Like, uh, Henry ate a bad piece of candy and started throwing up. Yeah. So, which, instantly, Henry's a pussy. Yeah. It's crazy know. that Henry is such a pussy. It's really reminiscent of Over the Top, where like you have this badass dude and his son is a giant pussy. Yeah. Henry has, he has to use an inhaler. He can't eat candy. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. I'm just not sure. I guess it's basically, I don't know. I guess this is another thing showing like the rocks kids going to have to overcome all odds too, you know? Yeah. But so they come home early, which isn't part of the plan. 
and um, uh, Ben, you know, pull, pulls a gun on Will. He's like, man, he's like, this wasn't supposed to happen this way. You know, I need the tablet. And they start having this insane fight in the apartment. Yeah, like Navy SEAL military fight. Yeah, they're, they're like breaking everything. Through it. They're crashing through everything. Uh, ben, like, rips his leg off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Will, like, mule kicks him through this table. And then Will, like, does this hop across the room. It's the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, hops across the room and tackles him. And uh, it, it's an unbelievable fight. And uh, Ben goes to shoot Will, and Will turns the gun, and Ben shoots himself. And Ben's like, I'm sorry, man. You know, it wasn't supposed to happen like this. Yeah, they weren't supposed to be there. And then The Rock is, like, starting to freak out. He's like, what? Yeah, he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, who you? He's like, your family is not supposed to be home. He's like, what do you mean? At this point, we see the terrorists. They're pouring this powder everywhere. Yeah, it looks like they're about to blow the fucking place up. Yeah, they're pouring this powder that once you mix it with water, it becomes highly flammable, and it's all over the ground. And the main bad guy, he lights a flare. (laughs) He gives this line. He says, light a man's house on fire, find out what he truly loves. Yeah. I've I've never heard of that in my life. I never have either. And, I mean, I guess if I'm in the house... What if it's on fire? I, I might grab what I truly love. I'm not, I don't know if it's, it's like, you know, double dare with like a physical challenge where you have to grab stuff on your way out and that's what you love. I mean, I guess it's true. Like, I have my wrestling collection that I love more than probably anything. And if you light my house on fire, you know, I'm going to be pissed off. But like, you can just ask me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to light my house on fire to find it out, but um, yeah, which is fair. Yeah, Sarah is home with the kids. They hear the fire alarm. Z is up on the penthouse. He's he has zero concern about this fire. They're like, "Hey, should we leave?" And he's like, "No." He's like, "You know, his fire suppression system can isolate the fire to one floor." So like the one floor, and he he just has his confidence in what he's done. Right. They because like all the air vents close. Um, it it isolates it at one floor and it's going to put it out. Like he has zero concern over it. Ben's like, listen, they're going to kill you. You need to get out of here. Um, as as Will goes to leave, there's like guys shooting at him. He jumps off like a three story building, which is nothing compared to what happens later. But with like, one leg, yeah, yeah, he doesn't have his leg on. And there's <laughs> this there's this girl. Uh, how do you say her name? It's XIA. Uh, Zai. Zai. Z and Zai. Yeah. So Zai <laughs> is there and she's like, give me the tablet. She tasers him. Uh, she uses his face to open up the tablet. She uh, She's about to kill him and the police show up. The Rock doesn't explain anything. He just gets on a motorcycle. He just steals a little. They get into a shootout. And he grabs a bad guy and uses him as a shield. And that bad guy gets shot probably 20 times. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> it is awesome. This movie is only two years old, but that's such an 80s move, man. It's such a great move. Using yeah. a bad guy, using a henchman as a shield, and he yeah. gets lit up. Like It just goes to show you how smart The Rock is, how quick to act he is. 
And with one leg, he's doing things people have only been able to do barely with two legs their whole life. Yeah, and he doesn't have time to explain what's going on, though. His family is in this building. He doesn't know what's going on. He's got to get to them. And he yeah. just steals the shit out of the police the police motorcycle. Yeah, he just jumps on it and takes off. Um, they evacuate the whole building, but no one knows that, like, Will's family is up there. And uh, the kid is like, Mom, are we going to die? Like, yeah. He, which is dramatic as fuck. But, it is. Cause, uh, and how do you answer a, a 10-year-old? You know what I mean? A 10-year-old barely even knows what death is. Yeah, like, Mom, are we going to die back? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, who knows? We're in a we're on the ninety seventh floor and the goddamn building's on fire. I don't know. <laughs> Your fucking dad's not here, so <laughs> yeah. So two two miles away, Zai is uh, at the control facility. She's got a hacker with her. Um, Sawyer, at this point, FaceTimes Sarah and is like, "Hey, go." He knows exactly what to do. He's like, "Hey, go in the hallway." There's a there's like a what is it like a a system or something she can get into in the hallway. And, uh, but at the offsite location, the hacker's able to just easily hack into the system, I guess, cause he has a tablet and, uh, he locks Z and everyone out of the system. They turn off the anti-fire measures. So now the, the fire can spread and the rock's like, all right, the rock knows immediately what's going on. He's like, all right, you guys have to just go to the top of the building. Yeah, just go. It's like in hurry because the fire is going to be going up and just get up there. So at this point, the hacker is able to open the air vents, which helps the fire spread faster. The kids are wearing COVID masks at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, looking, knowing for they're already prepared for the future. Yeah, well, the kid has asthma. So, like, they're concerned about him breathing in smoke. He may, you know, he may, would if without the rock as a father, he might have died during COVID. Yeah. Sawyer, Will Sawyer at this point is wanted by the police, I guess for stealing the motorcycle. I think he, they just caught him. They saw him there and then did the research on who he was and then think that he might be involved in something bigger. Yeah, everything that happens in this movie is instantly shown on the news. Instantly. <laughs> like They're live streaming everything that's going on. So, like, immediately before The Rock can even get to where he's going from the motorcycle, he's shown on the news driving off of that motorcycle. And uh, also, all these cops around him, he's like, listen, he's trying to explain. He's like, listen, my family's up there. I'm just trying to get up there. As the cops are, like, arresting him, he notices a crane. Just, like, sees it. Yeah. It's not just a crane. It's a super crane. Yeah. Smartest dude ever. And, uh... So he starts beating the shit out of these cops, runs away. Um, at this point, the hacker who hacked into the system is like bragging to to Z or Zai. Zai, yeah. He's bragging to her about everything he did. And he's like, pretty smart, right? And she just shoots him in the face and goes, not that smart. <laughs> um, Which is a great 80s line, too. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, at this point, we see Zai or Z. Man, this is going to be. Zaya, she's a wood, don't you think? Yeah, she's hot. Uh, but Z, the guy, he yeah. goes into like his secret panic room. Yeah, like his, uh, I forget what they call it. Well, he just goes up to what looks like a window and like presses his hand and his face recognition and it opens up and it's like a closet. And he's got a like a huge safe in there. 
and he's able to get something out. We don't know what it is yet. Um, yeah, but- this is after the master plan was revealed, and his arch nemesis is trying to get something from him. Right. And now at this point, we this is maybe the one of the best scenes in the movie, but I actually called my roommate in here to watch it. Um, it's so it's so intense. I know what's going to happen, and I'm still sitting on the edge of my seat. Yeah, Will Sawyer goes to the crane. The elevator is like locked, so he just scales this crane like on from the, the side from the side of it. He just climbs it with one leg. Yeah, cut on his arm. This is what you have to think of when you're thinking about this. Okay, this the fire is on the 96th floor of this building. Yep. So the crane is kind of equal to the fire. Yep. The crane is about the same height. The super crane. Right. So the rock is going to climb 96 floors. He only has one leg. Yeah. And a giant cut on his arm. And he just got in a fight with an ex-military best friend. Yeah. And jumped out a third-story window, and his leg has already been ripped off once. But he is going to scale 96 floors up the side of a crane. And he does it fast as shit. Before the cops can get to him, he gets up to the crane. He has to American Ninja Warrior style just fucking use like monkey bars. That's what I wrote down. I was like, he's got to use the monkey bars to get on. Yeah, to go across. Which, by the way, this is being live broadcast as well. This is live broadcast from the 96th floor of the crane, and he's dangling off of it with one leg and one good arm crossing the monkey bars. I can't tell you how many of my friends fell and broke their arm from regular monkey bars on the playground. (laughs) Yeah, like three feet monkey bars. This dude is 98 floors up in the air. And he perfectly gets up. Goes into the crane. He knows how to operate this. Like, this crane is like a digital, like high tech crane. He just knows how to operate it. Yeah, it built this crane built the tallest building on Earth. Yeah, Will Sawyer just knows automatically how to operate it. He turns it. He's trying to get above the fire, and he's able to do it. He's able to swing the crane. Yeah, the hook to where like opens up the building, he smashes the windows, and hooks into the building. I mean, he's already the greatest guy of all time. Yeah, it's like... At this point, the cops get in the elevator. They're coming after him. Yeah, they're trying to break out break out of a chain door from the elevator. Yeah, so he's outside of the crane. The cops are busting through. There's a helicopter that is also, like, looking at him. He's telling everyone to calm down. And then he just takes off running, which, by the way, it's not even a full run because he's he only has one leg. And one leg, and he's already halfway out on the extension of the crane. Yeah, and so he has no momentum. It's the worst run you've ever seen. He's like limp running. A helicopter is above him shooting at him with yeah. rifles. Yeah, he's getting Spotlighting shot. him in the face where he can't see. He's getting shot up. The crane, by the way, separated from the building. So it's about a how, how how far is that gap? You think? I'd say it's about a fifty foot gap. <laughs> but now the crane, to be fair, the crane is a couple floors above where the where he needs to go, where so the windows busted out. So there is a leverage deal there, and he timed it 
I mean, I don't know. He did. I'll let you. I'll let you take it over. But I mean, he's able to, with the momentum he has, jump and hit a fifty-foot gap, and while being shot at, and just barely grab a jagged, broken piece of metal. With barely one, with one hand. First it is. All, first of all, that a normal man would. That jagged piece of metal would just slice his arm off. <laughs> and then he'd or, fall to his death. <laughs> yeah, or the weight would rip his shoulder out. Yeah. Or he just wouldn't make that jump. He would just, it would be like the jump, it would just be like Stan from Volcano who jumped out of the back of that train and landed in the lava. Remember when you thought he was going to make that jump, but he really only went two feet and immediately died in lava? Yeah, the train conductor. That's what normal people do. But he's able to hang on. But yeah, that's why I looked at my roommate and I said, "This is unbelievable." You're like, man, there's no way this could happen. But it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, it's absolutely. And I mean, so how close do you think you could come? Do you think you make it? Nah. Well, I mean, I don't want to put myself in the same category as Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I might come a foot short. Yeah, I think that I, I think of course I, I have two legs, so my I would be able to get better momentum off of my jump. Yeah, I think that both of us could barely make it and hang on. Maybe because we um, have two legs. Because we have two legs and regular arms. Yeah, and you know we're both in the best shape of our lives. But I mean, yeah, I don't think our biceps are that much smaller than the rocks, honestly. Not really. I can't imagine anybody else trying. It'd be hilarious. It'd be that's a faces of death video for anyone. Well, I also looked at my roommate while we were watching, and I said, "There's about four people on Earth who can do this, and I'm one of them." <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the other one probably being Stallone. Yeah. And uh, this also, when I was watching this in theaters, this is the point of the movie where I looked at my ex-girlfriend who I went and watched it with and said, this might be the best fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's hilarious because this might be, this is the point of the movie where I think I realized I was standing up. (laughs) (laughs) And people were telling me to sit down and I was just screaming, this is the best movie I've ever seen. So as as he holds this metal piece and survives this jump, the helicopter that's flying the heat from the fire is so bad that it crashes the helicopter. Yeah, they just go down. Yeah, which the heat is so bad that the helicopter can't fly, but he was able to make this jump through that heat. Yeah, I mean, his velocity and speed and uh, mass, I mean, yeah, I could see it being true. Did you sit down and do the math behind this? Yeah. Velocity over time. Velocity over time uh, multiplied by gravity or multiplied by speed divided by gravity is the formula. A little bit of Steiner math. Um, but yeah, he, I could, I see how he made it and the helicopter did it. It makes sense scientifically. Again, there's only probably four people on earth who could have made that jump. But, yeah, me, but you, he is definitely one. He's definitely one of them. Yeah, and he did it with one leg. Yeah. Um, so at this point, Z is like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. 
he finally is convinced to leave. But as he's going to get out of there, the terrorists find him. Uh, he noted he recognizes a guy, the lead bad guy. His name is Botha, and uh, you can tell that they have a history together. And at this point, Mister Pierce, we find out, is a double agent. He shoots up a bunch of people. Um, Z is able to escape to the penthouse. Yep, and lock the door. Um. We get back to Will Sawyer, who made it inside the building. He's beat up. He's got, like, jagged metal inside of him. He's ripping out of his body. And uh, he's just wrapping duct tape all over himself. Yeah, and what line did he say? He said he literally looks looks up and goes, can't fix it with duct tape? Then you're not using enough duct tape. <laughs> yeah, as he's true. wrapping duct tape around his wound on his no. shoulder. Incredible. Um, his family at this point is in the park, like the 30-story park in the center. Which yeah. Is, there's like fire everywhere. and Everything's uh, burning down. This building yeah. at this point is completely on fire, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and they, Mr. Pierce runs into him, which they don't know he's a bad guy. But he points a gun at him. He's like, you know, you're coming with me. Uh, she's able to beat the shit out of him. She, by the way, is a a Navy surgeon who did three tours in Afghanistan. So, Combat veteran, doctor, yeah. surgeon. So she so, fucked him up. Yeah. The twins, we learned their names at this point are Georgia and Henry, which are like the weirdest twin names of all, all time. They are. I. It's Georgia and Henry. <laughs> uh, but so she beats the shit out of them. Uh, Mr. Pierce is like about to do something but will shows up out of nowhere kills him yeah he's about to shoot her he was like i wasn't supposed to i was supposed to wasn't supposed to kill you but whatever they'll yeah, do pissed off because he got his ass beat. yeah and then out of nowhere like an rko the rock comes out of nowhere and just tosses him off the bridge yeah and he's dead i mean he's gone yeah he's like screaming it's one of those scream like as he's falling he's screaming yeah um, hilarious but at this point, everyone's separated. So Georgia, the girl, little girl, she's up on top of this waterfall. Um, Henry's across this bridge. So they're on this, like, bridge, but it's broken because something fell through it. So Henry's on the other side of where the parents are. And at this point, Sarah's like, hey, how are we going to get across this gap? It's like a seven-foot gap. Yeah, the rock. And, Will, and Will's like, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Dude, you just... <laughs> jumped a 50 foot gap <laughs> off a super crane yeah off a super crane outside in the heat that killed that crashed the helicopter while being shot at and you're trying to figure out how to get across a seven foot gap <laughs> um like this should have been he should have done like a front flip over this gap yeah just a nice little triple jump grab yeah. the kid toss the kid over jump back Maybe backflip back over. Yeah, if, if my wife looked at me and was like, hey, how are we going to get across this whole bit? I would immediately tell her what just happened. Yeah. I'd be like, what you need to understand is I just jumped 50 feet off a crane to get into this building. Which, by the way, she was like, how did you get here? He goes, it's a long story. <laughs> in, the, in the deleted scenes of the extended edition or whatever that I accidentally blacked out bought, she goes, how did you get here? 
he goes, I jumped off a super crane. And she goes, what? You did what? What? And he goes, it's a long story. Oh, they should have kept that in. That's a great line. I know. I need to I need to go by the extended version. Just to hear that line, yeah. Yeah. It's worth it. Yep. So what they what they come up with is they, they get basically like a board, like a wooden board, and they're gonna, you know, slide it across to make a little bridge. And uh they notice that the bridge is kind of like starting to fall. So it's like slanting downward. Yeah. So the rock's like, hey, no big deal, man, I'll shoulder shrug this bridge <laughs> yep. with these ropes. Get it level. <laughs> yeah. And you just go across and get them. It's no big deal. Like, it's the baddest thing I've ever seen. Again, not a lot of men could do it. No, not a lot of men could do it. I mean, it. he literally grabs two cables and lifts the entire end of the bridge up. I mean, this <laughs> yeah. bridge, how, would, how much do you say this bridge would weigh? Oh, dude, a thousand pounds. At least, I mean... I would say a couple thousand, at least just that area, maybe even more. And then he's got to hold the weight of the humans. Yeah, and he was immediately like, hey, it's no big deal. Like, I'll just hold it. I'll just hold this bridge up. You go across. Yeah. Which he almost fucks up. Yeah. And But she's able to get across last minute. And so now they have Henry. He's freaking out because he has asthma. Um, Pussy. Yeah, I might have just left them. Yeah, um, dropped him off. Yeah. So Will tells Sarah and Henry, hey, listen, you can get in the elevator. What I'm going to do is I'm going to cut this cable, and the elevator's going to free fall. And you just... 90 floors. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to just count to five. He knew exactly how to count. Count to five and just pull this emergency brake, and you guys will be fine. Yep. To which he's like, there's no way I'm going to do this. And he's like, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. So they get in. She goes, or he goes, I love you. And she goes, you better. Yes, you fucking better. I would have just been like, all right, I'm not going to do this. Yeah, sorry. Um, the terrorists at this point make it to the floor. They they chase the little girl. This thing's awesome because the little girl goes to hide in this like hallway. And the terrorist is looking for her. And she drips sweat on him. So he knows yeah. she's up there. And he just goes, found you, you little shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> the rock did cut the cable. And, oh, yeah. Like, and yeah, they, we missed that part. We don't, yeah, we don't know if they made it yet, but they're on the way down. You think they made yeah, it. Yeah, which, I mean, I don't want to question Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but kind of hard to believe you could free fall 90 stories and just pull a break yeah i think it was actually over 100 stories because they were a couple stories up from the fire and that giant park and it the way i looked at it is like 10 stories is a second or some shit like that maybe 20 stories was a second the way she had to count so, well, she didn't even count until like they were already falling for like 10 seconds. And then she didn't count to five. She counted down from five. Yeah, she's terrible. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So they, they, they get in the elevator. The, the terrorist finds the little girls, finds, finds the little shit. And as he's about to like grab her, Will just shows up with his axe and just starts. Great yeah, father. Beating the shit out of everybody. He shows up at the right time all the time. 
No matter what. uh, He's beating these terrorists up, but Botha shows up. And uh, Botha's like, listen, what I want is I want you to bring uh, Z to me. And whatever he has in his room, he just knows he has something. Whatever he's holding in there, bring it to me, or I'm going to throw your daughter off the fucking roof. Yeah. So he lo- <laughs> Which is metal yeah. as fuck. <laughs> he, looks at, he looks at the rock dead in the face and goes, or I'll throw your daughter off this fucking roof. And you can, you can tell yeah. a switch just goes off in the rock. Yeah, like that was the last thing that is ever going to happen is that guy throwing his exactly. daughter. Exactly. And and if he does, the rock will just jump and catch him. So they all head for the roof. They beat they beat the rock up a little bit. They all head for the roof. They leave him there at the penthouse to try to figure out how to like get inside and, and get Z and whatever he has. But uh, he just knows. He's like, all right, you got to have some kind of subroutine panels, right? Like he's talking to himself. Man, you got to have subroutine panels. Mm-hmm. So he, he gets to this like little pad and he looks for subroutine panels. They're behind the wind turbines. He's like, God damn it. Yeah, uh, Sarah. <laughs> at this, we see Sarah. She made it out. He can see this through a TV too. Like, like we said, this whole thing is being broadcast for everybody. Yeah, live. There's on TVs on every television. floor. Like they can watch everything that's going on. So he sees that Sarah and Henry made it out of the building. Sarah's with the cops, explaining what's going on. The cops kind of think that like Will did this. Yeah, they're thinking he's part of it. They think. You know, he's the mastermind behind everything because he's a security guy, which I see where they're going, but... Yeah, um, so Will at this point... I would agree Will at this point, he's got to get out and get to the turbines. So his plan is to break the window and go around. And how does he do this? If you can't duck it, fuck it. He yep. wraps his hands in duct tape, wraps his feet in duct tape, and he's going to stick to everything. Genius move. Now, have you ever wrapped your hand in duct tape and tried to stick it to a window? After the movie, not before the movie. After the movie, I'll do this all the time, walk around my ninth floor. <laughs> like if you got to, sometimes if you just got to go like talk to Joel in the other room, you'll just go outside the window. I'll just go through the window and kind of go out that way and talk to him for a little bit and go back. <laughs> Uh, that's incredible. So yeah, he he's able to break the window. He's he walks around the side of the building with the duct tape sticking in the window, um, and everyone's watching this. Sarah's watching this. Everyone's watching this, and he's able to. He has rope, by the way, too, and he's able to. Yeah, he's able to him. manufacture a climbing rig, um, like how people who like scale like rocks. Yeah, people who climb mountains and stuff like that. Um, he has got a statue with a rope around it that's stuck on the window seals. And here yeah, he goes. Yeah, so he's scaling down the side of this wall. And so he yeah, walks all the way out, wraps it up, and then just is, uh, I don't even know, I forget what you call that. Yeah, where you're like scaling, like how what rock climbers do, or like how you see SWAT teams coming off an elevator or like a helicopter, like where they're like loosening yeah. the rope to like lower themselves down, and they jump down. And like he's able to manufacture all this. He gets inside the wind turbine, he turns the system off. Um, but 
He does an incredible jump, though. And this reminded me a lot of one of my favorite movies ever. Um, the only two people I've ever seen in movies dodge wind turbines and fans like that. It reminded me of Daylight, where Stallone had to count the fans. Yeah, you may, you mentioned this to me earlier that this may, this movie made you real emotional about Daylight. Daylight's got a great soundtrack, Daylight, too. I saw, uh, man, Daylight, I, man, I might have went and saw Daylight in theaters, to be honest with you, now that I think about it. It was incredible. Movie. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he gets inside. He's able to turn the system off. So it opens all the doors. And then, but the, as he's in there, the system fails. And fire is, like, coming up the turbine. And the rock notices immediately. And he's like, oh, shit. So he, he jumps. This, is, this might be my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> he jumps. As, As there's blows fire, up. like, blowing up where he just was, he jumps out of the building. He's at what? the What floor is he on? Like the, the, He's at the very top now. So this is, like, 260 yeah. stories up. He jumps out of the building, yeah. grabs the rope, swings from it, like you would, like, a rope swing. As mm-hmm. he's swinging, his fake leg perfectly loops inside this hook that he made at the bottom. Yeah, inside this like basically like a uh, lasso. It's fake like just whoop, slips in there real easy like. He swings out. He falls upside down, but his fake leg is trapped in that hook, so he's able to just hang upside down from the side of the building. Now, as all this is going on, he's hanging upside down 260 stories up in the air, hooked by a fake leg. This is all, Mm -hmm. again, being live streams. People are, like, watching this like it's a TV show. At this point, the crowd is, I mean, he's... Yeah, there's a million people outside of this, the Pearl. Yeah, outside of the the tallest building on Earth, the eighth wonder of the world. They're all outside watching. I'm not going to call it the eighth wonder of the world, but his his family's watching, everyone's watching. He's able to do a sit-up, which, again, not a lot of people would be able to do this. I've actually done this in real life. Yeah, so I, I There was one time I was doing a swim test for the Coast Guard, which I don't know how many people know about my history of swim tests, but they, they usually don't go well. And I was doing a swim <laughs> test for the Coast Guard, and I, was, I got in a life raft 80 yards out in the ocean, got in a life raft. They're like, okay, we're done. You can jump out and swim back to shore. Well, when I jumped out of the raft, my boot, I'm in full gear. My boot got caught in the, in the ropes of the raft. So my leg spun around and my leg was like hooked on this rope. And I was, hang, I was hanging <laughs> upside down <laughs> off of the side of the raft underwater, my face underwater. And I thought I was going to die. Thank God. Megalodon no, went around. I know. Thought I was gonna die. Luckily, I was able since I'm so in such good shape. I was able to do a sit up, much like the Rock did right here, and get my head out of the water. And I could just hear my buddy going, "Oh God, he's trapped!" And they were <laughs> able to unhook my leg, and I fell into the water. And then the the rescue swimmer chief was just like, "Oh, let's try to do this a little more gracefully than Buck did." I was like, "I almost died." Yeah. But yeah, so. Again, not a lot of people could do it. I've done it. Rock's done it. I'm sure Jamie's done it. Yeah. He is able to do a sit-up and uh, 
basically, like, right as his leg is about to detach from his body, his fake leg, not his real leg, he's, a, yeah, he's able to leg. do a sit-up and grab his leg to where he can hold on to his leg, and then he climbs the rope up back into the penthouse. Yeah, he climbs, like, four stories of this rope up with one Unbelievable. leg. Unbelievable. Probably my favorite scene in the movie. One of the baddest things I've ever seen. When I watched it, I watched it, I rewinded it and watched it three times in a row. Yeah, I think, honestly, this is the second time I was standing up in theaters and didn't realize it. Yeah. So now the door is, like, for some reason, the door's about to close. And The Rock is able to, as he just climbs this rope and gets back in the building, he's able to run over and stick his fake leg. By the way, they explained earlier that this door to this penthouse is 10 inches of military-grade steel. It's unpenetrable. (laughs) Yeah, but his fake fake leg is able to hold it open uh, long enough for him to slide through. How many times has he lost his leg in this movie? Are we at three? Yeah, and he's just all of a sudden had it back. Well, yeah, he repaired it when he repaired his shoulder with duct tape. He he did he did have the knowledge right here to as the door was closing instead of just running to get the door he pulled his leg up. He's like, I'm gonna need this bitch. Yeah, he knows that he's gonna need it later on. I mean, he doesn't want to hop around. No, even though he beat that guy's ass hopping around. Yeah, that Gowan style. That <laughs> <laughs> that Gowan was an old one legged wrestler for those guys who don't know. Who accidentally ran into Brock Lesnar and then was never seen again. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't as badass as Will Sawyer, that's for sure. <laughs> no, no. Um, so at this point, he's in the penthouse with Z and he's asking Z what's going on. He's like, I can get you out of here, but you got to be honest with me. And Z's like, all right, look, Botha is this guy, which this was hilarious to me. So Botha was basically an extortionist for the top three, like, uh, criminal enterprises in the world. Yeah, like the Yakuza. Yeah, and so Botha came to him when he was building the $6 billion skyscraper and was like, hey, you know, if you want workforce, if you basically what the mafia does. Like, yeah, if you want all these people, you got to pay me. Or I won't get you. Won't have labor. You won't have anything. It's basic extortion. Yeah, the mafia controls the unions. Right. So Z agreed to pay him, but tracked where he was paying and was able to track and find out basically what all these businesses these these terrorist groups run. And he did this for insurance, an insurance policy. He basically like figured out his whole system. Yep. And when he when he came back with this, the criminal enterprises were like, All right, Botha, you fucked up. It's your job to fix it. So basically the whole plot of this movie is that Botha was an extortionist who fucked up and now Botha's trying to ruin this tower. Yep. And he's gotta get everything from he's gotta get all that information or he's gonna get murdered. Yeah. So Unbeknownst to him, The Rock was going to be a part of this movie. Exactly. So they, That's like, a real bummer. Botha, you got to clean up your mess. Well, it's real hard to clean up your mess when Dwayne The Rock Johnson's sitting in that shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this, he has, what he had in the safe was a hard drive with all this information, basically. Yeah. And so at this point, Will's like, all right, listen, 
I know you want to get out of here, but I got to go to the roof. They have my daughter. And uh, so I'm going up there. You can come with me if you want, or I can drag your ass up there. He's basically like, I'm taking that flash drive with me, whether you're attached to it or not. Yeah. And And then it it pans out and shows the building, the entire top of the building, the entire top 100 floors are on fire now. Inferno, yeah. And like, it's like not survivable. This is one of the great lines of the movie because at this point, Z goes, all right, what's your plan? And The Rock just goes, got any duct tape? Yep. <laughs> but, Great one. I'm glad. I've I've never ran out of duct tape. No, I've I when I when I like went and watched this movie in theaters, I went to Home Depot and I bought a shit ton of duct tape. Just to be safe. To Just back to, up what yeah, you already you never had. know when you need it. Um but yeah, you mentioned the Inferno. I noticed during this and like the Inferno is reaching many floors at this point but for somehow it hasn't gotten to the very top yet not the actual pearl yeah i mean i think this is a good i mean if we can talk about 9-11 for a second yeah absolutely i haven't forgotten about it (laughs) (laughs) yeah some of our best friends have yeah um how did the tower i mean if you're a conspiracy guy you need to watch skyscraper to really get some good clarification on the 9-11 and how the buildings fell and the fire and the planes. If you have questions about 9-11, I, I just suggest that you go watch Skyscraper. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the fire definitely traveled the same way as it did in 9-11. Yeah, not a lot of people would make those uh, connections, but here we are. Yeah, well, not a lot of people are, you know, expert firefighters. I mean... You know, just a couple of years ago, I put out a fire on Colfax, a giant dumpster fire that was about to burn my business down. So was this they, was this before or after you watched uh, Skyscraper? This is actually before, to be honest. Oh, damn. Um, this is just from watching Backdraft so many times and knowing what to do. Um, oh, God, dude, I'm about to put Backdraft on our list. I know. That movie's incredible. <laughs> But had I not watched Backdraft, you know, I even during this fire, this dumpster fire that I was single-handedly putting out, I had to teach my employees how to use, like, I just basically went to class, taught them how to form a line to pass water back uh, because there was no hose and to dump water on the fire. I was in, I was the closest to the fire. And then I taught another employee how to use a fire extinguisher fire extinguisher because they're like I don't know what to do and I just had to instruct them so I was basically Kurt Russell yeah that's incredible yeah Um, anyway sorry about talking about how incredible I am no I think it's fair yeah especially during this movie yeah so they're on the roof at this point and like uh, like Will has Z tied up for some reason yeah like she's gonna go somewhere yeah, and uh, <laughs> he like breaks. He's tied up with duct tape, by the way, and he breaks the duct tape. He grabs a gun. He's like, and and like Will's like, please don't do this, my daughter. And he's like, if you want the flash drive, you gotta go get it. And he throws it, and Both and everybody chases them, and they all go inside the Pearl, which, if you remember, has all the motion sensors, so like it's hard to tell where people are at. It's like a fun house. 
Yeah, it's basically like I said earlier that it's the fight the mirror monster from Conan. Yeah, so they're all in there trying to figure out where everybody is, and uh, also at this point, somehow Sarah is able to tell the cops to go to this jump point. She figured out that they were gonna like uh, base jump off the top of this. Yeah, she figured out exactly what they're gonna do, how they're gonna get away. And pick the spot that they're going to land. Yeah, the Hong Kong police did nothing, by the way. The Hong Kong police were worthless. That one guy loved The Rock, though. He believed him all the they time. Did was watch, the uh, all they did was watch. What, I mean, Will and Sarah did everything for this mission. But Yep. But, I mean, if I was the inspector, I'd be like, nah, he's got this. Like, I just watched him jump off a super crane onto a skyscraper and climb it from yeah, the Yeah, his assistant, the chick... Cop. With, she hates Will and Sarah. She's yeah, a bitch. I don't like her. But so the cops, the cops That's, at this point, he's so not there's a There's two things going on at the end of this movie. Will's on the roof. They're in this fun house with Botha, and then on the at the offsite, at this construction site, Z or not Z, Zai, Zai is there with her team, and then the cops and Sarah are headed that way. And yep. um, at the offsite, Sarah and Zai get into a fight. Now you would say, you know, Zai is going to kill her easily, but remember, she did three tours in Afghanistan. So they, they yeah, surprised. They have this fight, which is kind of a, it's kind of a hot fight, top ten hot fights of all time, like in that car. Yeah. Uh, they're kicking the shit out of each other fighting yeah not as hot as a wild thing scene but pretty hot and they no. uh they're able to like subdue her the cops again don't do anything sarah beats her ass and uh back at the pearl uh the guy grabs will one of the terrorists grabs will Will is able to open his parachute because they're all wearing parachutes to base you up. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he opens his parachute. They go flying outside, but Will, again, grabs a piece of jagged metal, holds on. Yeah. That guy goes flying. Botha, at this point, Will walks up. Finds well, people are shooting like crazy. Somebody threw a grenade. Yeah. And, uh, and like it looks like Epcot Center, <laughs> but Super small. Yeah, and, and Botha's in the middle. Tossing grenades. <laughs> and he's like, hey, turn around. This is deja vu from the first scene of the movie. So he's like, hey, turn yeah. around. Botha turns around. He's got Hamlet. Or no, he's got the daughter, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Georgia. Same thing. Yeah, who cares? And it's like deja vu for Will. You can tell he's got, got PTSD at this point. And he's like, he's like, hey, let her go. He's like, he's holding her off this, like the side of this build, or like there's a hole in the middle from a grenade. He's holding her off. He's like, I, yeah. he's like, if you shoot me, I drop her. And uh, Will's like, oh yeah, well guess what? I'm actually behind you. And just boots him off of the building. Uh, takes his daughter. Sarah, back at the site, she got the tablet when she beat that girl's ass. And she's able to get inside the tablet, turn on the fire and gauge system. And the fire protection system comes on. The uh, Hong Kong 
inspector is like, how'd you even do that? And she's like, I just turned it off and turned it back on again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, duh. Let's let's fire back a minute. When The Rock kicks that guy, when he kicks Botha, do you think that kick was better than the, the This Is Sparta kick? Oh, you know what my question was? From 300. My question was, was that his real leg or his fake leg? Because I feel like he kicked him with his fake leg. It was his his fake leg was his left leg, correct? Yes. He kicked him with his right leg. Okay, so he he was able to put away on I think a fake so. leg. You think you would kick if you had a fake leg? Would you put your your weight to kick on your fake leg, or would you kick with your fake leg? Well, if I was smart in that situation, knowing what's going on and knowing both of. I would put my weight on my fake leg using my real leg in case he grabbed it and my, you know, maybe he rips my fake leg off as he's fallen and then I don't have my fake leg anymore. I have one leg. Yeah, I could have sworn him. Do you see? So it was yeah, a- I could have sworn he kicked with his fake leg, but I do remember from him getting dressed at the beginning of the movie that his left leg it, was it, the. Yeah. It absolutely, because his left leg looked like Jason's face from the original Friday the 13th. Yeah. And he kicks him. I mean, this is an easily the best kick in a movie yeah. I've ever seen, like front-facing kick. It was way better than the This Is Sparta kick. And as he's fallen, this is an incredible boss death. In midair, he's fallen, and the grenade that he had with him has fallen down, and it blows up. So not only has he fallen to his death, but he gets blown up in midair. So that brings up the question, how would you rather die? Would you rather fall 220 stories or would you rather get blown up like it he kind of saved them from suffering what was what was that so, my roommate plays them call of duties or whatever it is oh he's yelling at some 12 year old that's yeah. whooping his ass what a pussy. A yeah what's your roommate's name again ozzy Ozzy, okay. Embarrassing. This is like, remember um, when we used to do shows and a train would go by and we just had to deal with it? This is, this is the yeah, new train. That's, that's yeah. the new train, but yeah. Typical yeah. Ozzy. Um, honestly, he did save the bad guy from falling to his death, which he deserved, but also as a main bad guy, you deserve an epic death. So like falling in midair to your death and then all getting blown up all of a sudden while falling in midair... I'm okay with it. I would rather go out that way for sure. It, but it, it's a it's a brilliant writing. Yeah, it is. And the Rock probably yeah, wrote probably. That. And they were probably like, "Kick him off, Sparta, kick him off," and we'll watch him fall. And the Rock was like, "Nah, man, let's throw a grenade down there and blow his ass up while he's falling." So someone who knows more than Google and who knows about architecture and knows about um, gravity and just air pressure and all kind of things. If you're if you fall off a 220 foot building, or two, not even 220 220 story building, yeah. you're you're gonna die before you hit the ground, right? Um, you know most people will lose consciousness um, due to lack of air, and you know it's so that formula would be. I would say that formula would be O2 divided by gravity. And then you take that answer, 
moved the decimal point over twice. So, it, yeah, I'd say you're mostly probably dead before you hit the ground. So you might as well blow the motherfucker yeah. up. It's, it's awesome how it was written. Um, yeah, it so, was. Yeah. So, bad guy. I'm glad I've really studied science a lot. I mean, you know, just from home. You yeah, know? just a hobby. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the bad guy's dead. Um, Will, the daughter, and and Z get into a helicopter. Will's like, what are you going to do now? And Z's like, rebuild. So hopefully a sequel. Um, on the ground, the family's reunited. This is some of the best acting I've ever seen from The Rock. He's emotional. I mean, I he's freaking out. This reminded me, honestly, of the end of Rocky. Yeah. Where he, you know, Rocky's yelling for Adrian. He's yelling for Sarah. All he wants to do, I mean, I just started crying. Like, I've never seen such emotional acting, you know, from The Rock has been so, you know, I've seen a lot of concern from, like, Walking Tall, you know, where he's such a good family man and, you know, protecting his family. But I've never seen, I mean, you know, you have, I'm telling you, he reminds me a lot. Like he's he's a 2020 Stallone, um, and he you know reminded me a lot of Cliffhanger, uh, a lot of uh, Rocky yelling for Adrian, and you know I was sitting in here. I've seen this movie probably 20 times, and I still cry every time. And you know he's yelling for he just wants to get back to his family. Like it's over. The bad guy's dead. He's on the ground for everybody's on the ground for the first time in the movie. So all he wants to do is find him. Yeah, it's, I mean, I've said it before, but, you know, we both agree that Stallone's the greatest actor of our generation. Mm-hmm. I would say that in 2020, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's the greatest actor on the planet. Yeah, absolutely. He's crushing it. Every movie he does is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, I mean, Ballers, he's... Ballers is awesome. Everything he does is, um, his tequila is awesome. Like, he doesn't do anything wrong. No. And honestly... Um, it'd be real, real awesome if Expendables Four had Stallone and The Rock in it. That might be the greatest movie ever made. I don't even know if I can handle that. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'll have, I'll rent the theater out and watch it alone. Yeah, dude. just so I can scream. <laughs> I'll buy every seat. Yeah, which they might even have theaters at that point. But yeah, who knows? Man, that'd be unbelievable. I listen. The emotion that The Rock showed in this final scene where he's looking for his wife, it reminded me a lot of Hogan when he when uh, Randy was waking up and that holds water. Oh, yeah, gosh. But it, it's some of the best acting The Rock's ever done, I think. And it's uh, I agree. It's unbelievable. He finally finds Sarah. Sarah's like, you need a shower. Like, she's a sassy bitch. She is, but you know, she's perfect for The Rock. Yeah, they do make a great team. They're perfect for each other, and that was the line that was needed. I mean, <sighs> Hong Kong's lucky that they were there. I'll say that. I will say, so this is basically the end of the movie. The cops, the, the inspector's like, Will, it's nice to finally meet you. You have a great family. He's like, Will Sawyer. Yeah. Will's like, I'm a lucky man. Mean. And then they, like, walk off. But that's the end of the movie. It's, uh... Shit, I was about to say something unbelievable, and I just forgot it. <laughs> what were we talking about? I mean, we need to do a shot for the rock. Oh, I was going to say, uh, so, Will, if you remember back to the beginning, I was mentioning, like, 
it's crazy that he got this job because he just works out of his garage. He's got a small security firm and it's crazy that he got his job, but thank God for the city of Hong Kong that he got this job and brought his yeah, wife. Absolutely. Over. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for Will and Sarah, they would have been fucked. They would have been completely fucked and we wouldn't have had it. I mean, it would have just been a clip on TV of a building going down. We wouldn't have had skyscraper. Yeah, so that's it. Uh, we can do a shot for this movie. I mean, we talked about it before. I, I remember standing up at the end of this movie and clapping in, in the theater. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's this is probably the best action movie I've seen since Expendables 3, at least. Yeah, this movie's only two years old. Yeah, it's only two years old, and it's already a top ten movie ever, maybe. Like, the comparison to Die Hard, this movie, you can't even compare it to Die Hard. This movie blows Die Hard out of the fucking water. I mean, you're comparing a movie with a deadbeat dad and an ex-wife to someone who has went through so much trauma. He watched the father murder his son while blowing him up. He has one leg. He saved his goddamn family. He climbed a skyscraper from the outside. He jumped off a super crane. He duct taped himself to the building and walked around. He hooked his fake leg in a in a hoop and swung. He climbed up three stories. He's done. He threw a guy off and exploded him in a Epcot Center. I mean, I just don't know. All Bruce Willis did was walk on glass and say "Yippee ki yay, motherfucker." No, so I am agree. I wrong here? Am I being too harsh? No, I, I told. I've, since the beginning, I've agreed with you that this is way better than Die Hard. And I'll also say that uh, I haven't watched this movie in a while. And I was like, you know, we've had arguments with some of our good friends about how good this movie actually is. But when I watched it tonight, I was vindicated in my feelings of how great this movie is. Absolutely. It. I mean, honestly, I don't think there would be Die Hard without Skyscraper. So now I just want to—I just actually want to thank you for making us do this movie. Yeah, it, it's changed. It. Yeah, <laughs> and with everything going on in the world, it's something I needed. I—I I, I suggest it to everyone. Yeah, I think that you know. Well, first, let's cheers yeah. to Skyscraper. Goddamn, for sure. <laughs> Cheers to Skyscraper. Man, what a movie. With everything going on in the world, you know, people need to be start people need to start overcoming the odds. Yeah. They need to step up to the plate. They need to believe in themselves. Um, the biggest problem now is people aren't believing in themselves. They're arguing with everybody else. Um, there's a lot of broken homes out there that's happened through COVID. I I mean, all that can be cured. In an hour and 48 minutes watching Skyscraper. Agreed. And look, this movie isn't available anywhere. You have to buy it. I, I had to buy it on Amazon, but it's well worth the money to buy it if you haven't seen it. Absolutely. I mean, it's crazy that this movie's two years old and you haven't seen it yet. But um, it's, I mean, it, you're talking to somebody who saw it in theaters twice, rented it on accident, 
and then bought it on purpose and then bought it again on accident. Yeah, you spent so, a lot of money on this movie. So this movie had a $129 million budget. Um, it, it grossed box office $304 million. It actually crushed it. It actually, yeah, it crushed. It actually didn't do well in America, but overseas it did really well. Um, it uh, it's just an unbelievable movie. I don't have a lot of facts, um, but there, I mean, the the um, what's crazy is something I did want to bring up. Now, Botha was who you would call the main villain, but yep. But I want to I want to bring up this. I I submit that Henry is the main villain because if it wasn't for Henry eating that piece of candy, that piece of weird candy and throwing up and forcing the family to come back home early, none of this would even happen. Yeah. Or just maybe not being a bitch. Like candy, throw up, go watch pandas. Like you're a kid. You like pandas, I guess. So, like, just, and not only, like, how selfish is it to go home and prevent your sister and your mother from watching Panda's Feed at midnight? Whatever that is. Yeah, so I, I submit that Henry is the actual real villain of this movie. I also, yeah. I also there's... find it weird that, uh... oh, well, never mind. <laughs> yeah, don't say that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think I know where you're going with that, but uh I just yeah, Henry's a piece of shit and he's got a lot of odds to overcome, but that just shows you how good of a father that Dwayne John the Rock is and is willing to save his son who's not good at anything. Yeah. Yeah, because like I said, I would have just left them in that park. Yeah, I would have just pushed him off the bridge and be like, shit, he didn't make it. Um, Sorry, family. Yeah, it is what it is, man. We can make a new one. Yeah, tomorrow we can make a new one. Speaking of the cream of the century after all that's done. Yeah, I'm sure. Do you think he took a shower? All right, so what do you think happened? He probably took a shower with her. That's probably what she meant. That's what I that's what I'm thinking too. They took a shower together, banged in the shower, had another kid, and it was basically the scene from Shark Attack Three where they were banging in the shower and then the sunset happens. Agreed. So would you say that this is top five movies to get yourself through the COVID? Absolutely. I mean you know, they live was to make you aware of what's going on in the world. Honestly, skyscraper it might be the best movie to get you through COVID. Yeah, it's unreal. It's it's unfortunate that some of our good friends who are who have good taste in movies didn't agree with us about this being a great movie, but I I'll tell you Yeah, what, I had it's one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Like as far as like movies made in the last ten years. It's unbelievable. Nothing's close to it. It changed my life. Changed the way I view things. Like, yeah, I don't. Even honestly, think we... I'm probably gonna do what? I don't even think we have to get like ask how many beers we give it. I mean, it's obviously five beers. But yeah, it's perfect grade. It's the best so... movie made in the last five years, easily. 
Nothing's even close. Yeah. I would love to so see a skyscraper, too, where they rebuild it. Yeah, and, I mean, that was the whole thing, you know, at the end of the movie when they're flying off in the helicopter, Z, the rock is like, well, what are you going to do now? He hands him the fucking uh, flash drive. He goes, what are you going to do now? And he said, we're going to rebuild. I mean, that's what you do uh, when COVID's happening. After COVID, you rebuild. You know, shit, your shit got tore down. You fucking stand up like a man and you rebuild. And the rock shook his head like he nodded with him. He basically saying, hell yeah, brother. Yeah. So, so last question before we wrap up. Did the rock keep that job at the Pearl? Did what? Did the did the Will Sawyer, did he keep his job as head security at the Pearl or did he move on? Absolutely. Yeah. He had to because he said if – he saved his life. If he wouldn't have saved his life, he's definitely not getting that job. Nobody's rebuilt the Pearl. So, I i mean, I hire him for everything. I give him the Pearl. Yeah, he's one of the greatest humans that's ever lived. I um, mean, as far as I'm concerned, he can live in the fucking Pearl. Yeah, he can own it. He's just a, basically a John Steinbeck novel at that point. Yeah. So, there it is. Five beers. Highly recommended. Go watch it if you haven't seen it. Um, next week, we will do point break for you guys and um yeah i think you know i appreciate everybody being patient i know that um our listeners have voted point break we put it off one week but we won't be putting it off again um we'll for sure be doing point break next week i'm excited i'm excited to do this movie real excited but Skyscraper just was weighing on my heart, man. I'm I'm sorry, guys, but I'm I'm not because I think it's better for all of us. Yeah, and listen, it was a great decision. At the end of the day, it was a great decision. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, check us out on Instagram. Tell your friends about the show. Facebook is coming. Yeah, Facebook is so close, dude. I can taste it. We're on the final stages of uh of the, of the building process of the page, and we're we're, we're real close. Yep. There you go. So uh, thanks for listening to the show. We'll see you next week. Peace.